0: Hi, it's Neil here with episode 118 of the Tudor Podcast. I am Neil Camaro, dedicated to bringing you a Monday morning shot of uncommon sense for people like you and people like me who are in the business of helping other people through tutoring, teaching and coaching. Now, today I'm going to be talking about designing your own online course, principally why it's a great idea, why you should have one maybe two, maybe three or even more courses out there, and then begin the process of designing the course for you and find out what it can do for you. And over the next five episodes, I'll walk you through my step-by-step process, which is distilled down from hundreds of hours of webinars and videos, courses about making courses, podcasts, audiobooks, and acres of printed matter or condensed and then stripped right back to the bones so that I can use it and I get to share it with you guys now this series of episodes comes from talking with a mentee at the weekend it's a family member who's an author he's very prolific he writes some really cool stuff but he leaves it all on the hard drive and he wanted to talk to me initially about investing in property since obviously he knows that's what i do and i'm just growing that organically over time and investing both my own money and other people's money into that and he wanted to find out about the best investment vehicle for him and during the conversation it occurred to me that his best investment vehicle was his writing you see we were looking at the 70 2010 model which we did a couple of episodes ago here on the podcast and the advice was to focus on his well-paid day job as a uh, copywriter to 70 percent. So most of his time was going on that. He writes every single day at the moment, and that's his 20 percent. his creative writing. He creates rather strange, involved, very interesting worlds and what he calls weird stories. So I think that's what his 20% should be because he really enjoys that and he knows it well. And then the 10% should be the property for him because he can get involved with that now with a partner like myself who's already expert in property or look at that once he's got his 20%, his writing system up and running. Because there's no point in getting involved in a 10% activity if your 20% isn't there, there yet. And it really prompted me to examine the material and the intellectual property I've developed over the years. And a great of is still on my hard drive. Of course, it's no good there to anybody but me. So I sat down on Monday morning and started to... Reconsidered developing my own online course or redeveloping as it were a course I'd already written but hadn't really got out there to any great extent now I've been looking at this process for months having looked at it previously for months a few years ago and looking at it before that for a long time years before. But I decided I just really needed to to crack on and do it using all the insights and knowledge I've accumulated over all that time. So that's where we're going to start today. It's just get cracking with it. Look at why you should have a course out there at all. The people with which you want the course to engage. What the course could be about. Why you haven't done it yet. What you need to do to get started. So, then my main points to the day. Why should you have a course out there at all? Now, if you don't already have a course, the idea of putting one together might be a big deal for you, but believe me, it's going to be worth it because once you've built some intellectual property and it starts to generate money for you. You realize that intellectual property is an asset class, much like uh, buying an investment property, uh, investing into a, an investment fund that gets managed. Uh, you basically do it once, and it's an asset that keeps on producing for a long time. We say it's got a long tail, and it's passive once it's done. So I'm thinking something that's passive once I've done it long tail. That's even easier than owning another property for me. It's also a lot cheaper. So when I say it's cheap, I mean, it's pretty much free because words are in copious supply. You can always invent more and write more things down. Now, I realise that one course won't make me rich, but if I know tons and tons of cool stuff i've probably got enough material there to write 20 or 30 courses so i'm going to do multiple courses which are very focused each one hopefully overlaps or sits adjacent to the next one so my aim is to find serial customers for focused courses which will give them what they need and generate multiple passive incomes for the next 10, 20, 30 years, or however long I'm gonna be around. And then subject to updates, that can be a product that my my son, my legatees, will um, be in receipt of and able to use the benefits from. Now, why I should have a course out there for me, It's it's really about, Spreading what I do at the moment, I'm able to work full time with the people in my area while I'm doing my online things, it's it's a bit more geographically dispersed. But I can't really work with people who are the other side of the planet because of time zone limits. If I have to be online with these people, I might have to be up at all hours of the day and night. I can't do that. So it's going to help me to manage my time and still increase my reach. The next thing is there's a limit to how much time I want to work. I put my limit of working on my guitar teaching business 50 hours a week maximum. So if I can build an hour's worth of income per week through passive means, I might want to take an hour off from doing the active face-to-face stuff if it gets to the point where I'm half and half then I'm more or less part-time but I'm still getting paid a full-time very generous amount of money every year so for me it's a very smart way of moving from very active very involved towards a more passive way of doing things it also positions me as an expert I've written a couple of books already. I've got a lot of my own teaching materials. But if I have multiple teaching courses out there, I am perceived more as an expert in the field, more so even than I am now. It's a great way of pulling people to me, particularly people who can't get to me for geographic reasons. The the remote delivery of passive content to them, might mean that at some point they become customers for my high level premium interpersonal teaching. And that's gotta be a good thing. It means I've got multiple layers to the business now. So it's a lead magnet, it's a great marketing tool. It also is totally scalable. I'm not limited by how many courses I can have delivered to remote locations over the net. It could go from one person to a hundred thousand people. My time input is exactly the same because the courses are designed to be standalone and sit within a, an ecosystem of passive income generation tools for me. So my courses and lots and lots of courses, the way I'm going with this, each one's going to be focused on very specific areas of content designed for very specific niches. That's end users, and a lot of this will be simply reformatting and repurposing content from one niche course to the next. So for instance, I might use the same basic contents, but modified language and presentation for children as I would for adults or for beginners and intermediates and more advanced learners. The the content is unlikely to change, but the presentation will change. So another element within that ecosystem is books, print books, ebooks, audiobooks. They're all part of the same system, all feeding back in. It's the whole idea of um, marketing funnels, if you have come across that idea before. It's well worth looking at. Sitting into the funnel are also free products. There are audios, there are CDs that can be bought, downloads, MP3s, things on iTunes, etc. There are streaming services as well, like Amazon Music, Spotify where your audio content can sit and generate small amounts of royalties all the time for you. Video content, obviously, you're looking at YouTube, TikTok, and all of the social media platforms, depending on the audience you want to engage in. It's a bit like building an investment portfolio in property, except it's a lot cheaper. Just as with rental properties, one rental property won't make you rich directly. But what if you had five of them? What if you had 10 or 20 or 50? That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? And since you know so much cool stuff and you're an expert in your tutoring field, doesn't it make sense to think in terms of multiple courses, multiple formats and multiple niches? To me, that makes total sense because it's something I can do now and earn on forever. Now the second component of your course, once you've got an idea of yourself and why you want to do it, is your customers. That's your next area. My aim as far as people go is always to help more people to get what they want. When I'm working in my local area, or even within you know, adjacent time zones, there's a limit to how many people I can actually reach, given the geography and given the limitations of my own time. If I can put my courses out there passively, then I have a potential audience culled from the billions of people on this planet. There are no shortages of customers for any product. A fraction of a fraction of 1% of those billions of people on the planet could be very significant for you. Personally, I would take 1% of a million pounds over 100% of £10,000 any day of the week. It's it's a no-brainer. It's, it's more diversified. So... I can reach out, I can help people who can't get to me, people who are in different time zones that I don't want to be around for, and I can reach out across the whole world and open up all sorts of possibilities. The great thing about this is I can use my existing lesson plans and content. So this is kind of the next subsection, what's gonna be in the course. What do you, do already what have you made what have you written that could be part of a course or a course within itself all of that old material you've written up all the courses you've produced and maybe not bought to market all the things you've done for your students the worksheets the crib sheets the revision notes remember it's old stuff but it's only old to you If you've got stuff written down, that's wonderful. But what about all the things that you do that you haven't written down yet? All of that, the stuff that's already done and the things you are yet to write down and formulate, it's all product waiting to happen. You can effectively convert all the clutter on your hard drive into cash flowing content. That's not a bad thing, is it? Because once it's done and it's up there, out there and marketed, it can be paying you for years. So the next question, of course, is why haven't you done it yet? Well, the usual reasons are that you didn't really recognise a need or you hadn't thought about the benefits of doing it. You may not have enough time or think you don't have the time to do this. But of course, That sounds like an excuse to me. Maybe you don't know how to put a course together. You can't actually organise your thoughts and structure the course for yourself. You may be afraid that people are going to be critical of what you've done. Or, my own personal bugbear is you're in the comfort zone. You're earning a load of money for doing stuff that's great fun. And it's almost like too much hard work. You have to get uncomfortable about this, I think, guys, and this is where I'm going with it for me, is I'm putting this out there now so that I've got to get off my own arse and do it for myself because I'm very comfortable doing what I do, love doing what I do, get well paid for it, but it's too comfortable. I think the comfort for me is toxic. And of course... The other reason that most people haven't done it yet is perfectionism. This is the false fear that they're not going to be perfect. Now, this has been massive for me, and it's massive for a lot of people I know, including my mentee that I was talking to the weekend. Uh, sometimes it still gets me, but it's not as bad as it used to be. So we'll try and deal with that as we go. I think that's a subject for an entirely new episode of the Tutor Podcast. So look out for that one in the future. The very next thing to to think about then is what do you need to do to get started? Now, you could spend a ton of time researching course creation. There's loads of good stuff out there. Lots of different people bringing their own unique spin to it, how they do it. Usually the courses they sell about creating courses. It's wonderful stuff, but it's your time and you don't know which ones are right. So what I'd suggest you do instead is join me over the next five weeks and I'll walk you through the process I've arrived at and that I'm now using to build my online course. The first one, the second, the third, and so on. So what I want you to do now is grab your diary and block out some time to give yourself the space to learn how to create your course, then keep on blocking at the time in your diary and actually get on and create your course using my process because it works. Does that sound fair enough? Right, so start writing down now all the reasons why you having an online course of your own and many, many online courses is even better. Why you want to have that? Write down, it could be the money, it could be the prestige, it could be the marketing position, it could be the legacy. It could be that it actually forces you to structure your time and get on and do things to develop that IP. I don't know what it's gonna be for you. Everybody's drives are different. So grab yourself a cup of tea, piece of paper and a pen and start scribbling. Then let me know what caught your ear in this episode and how you cracked on and what your drives are for building a course. Send it to me. I'm info at and join me in the next episode, well, where I'll be cracking on with the first stage of building my online course the process I use. I know you're going to be excited about it. I know I am. And let's just cut through all the myths, the mysteries, the misunderstandings that Get in everybody's way. Spear the facts and get away from the fiction. Get down to the bare bones of what to do so that it, you can continue to s- start, grow and love your tutoring businesses whilst getting richer and happier and healthier all at the same time. Join me next time. Neil Cavado here at the Tudor Podcast. Have yourself a fabulous day.